listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Adulting Ain't Easy, the show about adulting because everyone misses being a kid without all the responsibilities and stuff that has to go along with being an adult. As always, I am your host, Andrew, and joining me as always is my lovely fiance, Liz. Hello. And we're going to talk this week about being social. Yes, gotta love it. It's a love-hate relationship sometimes. But you can't sit in your house all day. Oh, I guess you could, but, you know. I mean, there's a lot of fun things to do in your house now. Well, like, I, I feel like... <laughs> in our house, yeah. At our, like, that's the one thing. It's like, you can't just sit at our house. Like, we're actually not recording at our house, which is another... It's our third place we've recorded this show. This is, We're actually at Liz's parents' house, which I guess is where Liz still technically lives, at least for the not-too-distant future. Yep, because I didn't want to be at that house anymore. Yeah, it's not even my house. It's that house now. That house. It's it's still good. We've we're making progress. Things are coming together, and we actually used our community pool for the first time today, which is exciting. Yeah, we are being social, even though there weren't very many people to be social with. But we like, got out of the house, which was important. Right, because sometimes, like, at least when you're in the middle of a home remodel or doing all this stuff, sometimes you just need to get away because even if you go get food and come back, you're still just there, and it's all the stuff you have to do is just on your mind. And you're like. Oh god, there's so much I need to do. Like I was thinking, like if we stayed at the house, I was gonna probably start puttying the master bedroom because I know it needs to get done at some point today. And it's just one of those things you're like, but you have to just get out and see things and be social and not be a hermit in your own house. Yeah, we actually went all the way out. Like we went to a completely. Well, we went to a concert. We did. Which we used to do quite frequently, but now not as much. Right. We actually saw one of our favorite bands, Coheed and Cambria, for the seventh time? Sixth eighth time? seventh. I don't know. We've seen them a lot. Uh-huh. It's hard to keep track when you see a band that much, especially when you're at multiple venues that are exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, I could probably say they're in count, but it would take a while. Because I know we've seen them in certain venues a couple times. But this is a new venue for us. We went and saw on uh, Huntington Bank Pavilion, which is on northerly island in chicago downtown which is like right across the marina from soldier field so like literally like directly behind us was lake michigan Mm -hmm. so it was very nice big outdoor venue we saw them with taking back sunday which was a pretty cool and i know yeah you go on you can i mean it was definitely it was nice to finally like get out and do something like that because we don't get to do it very often because every weekend the summer has been working on the house and weekdays and, and weekdays and, and nights and, and mornings always. and like and every just our, single just our, waking moment of our lives just our lives but 
Yeah, it was it was definitely nice. And like I know sometimes uh when bands come in through sometimes you just see them on nights. Like we saw them on like a Thursday night. So Yeah. It had, made work rough the next morning, but it was worth it. Definitely. To, to get out and like I don't know. Not necessarily be social with other people, but just go and get out and be with people that yes. you don't actually know and like enjoy a communal experience yeah and got to ex- and see some like some kids they're like at least one kid that was a first time concert goer just having the time of his life yeah he's a, it wasn't you're probably thinking like kid okay maybe 13 14 no this kid was four maybe yeah but he had, it was really cute. He had his little, his little like, um, like the earbuds in and like some headphones. But just he to could still hear it, and he was just, just dancing, and it was cute. And like everyone, because one thing we noticed, like when you go to a weekday concert, is you have the people that are like dressed in the concert, and you have people who like came from work in the city and just took the Uber to the concert. Like there's people dressed very differently. Yeah, like people that like executive. Uh, attire. Like there's a guy. And then there's us. <laughs> yeah, like we were in. I mean, we were some like jeans and like the band shirt, but like there were people there in like fully decked out, like mohawks and crazy hair. And then we saw like someone like in slacks and a button up shirt and a girl in like a dress that you wouldn't wear to a concert. It was. But like we were in the pit. I think our pit days might be behind us, or at least. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. I mean, um. Like, when I was in high school and stuff, that's, like, all I wanted to do was be in the pit and do whatever. But, like, the la- I think it was the last time that we were in the pit that really kind of said, eh, maybe we need to, like, stop. It was kind of too claustrophobic. Yeah, I think I got... Because we made the mistake of one time we went and saw, saw them at uh, uh, Argon Ballroom. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, second row back in the pit. Because it's, it's, it's all pit, really. There's no seats. It's just all big open floors. And we're kind of near the front. And as soon as it starts going, people start push forward because they want to get close to the band. So I'm just getting rammed in the back. And I have Liz in front of me so she doesn't get... And I'm just getting there just like that. And then you have the people who are uh, like crowd surfing and like get kicked in the head. and all. That. It's just... I'm getting too old for that. I mean, it, it's still fun. And it really, you really do get a different vibe of the concert when you're right there because people are very enthusiastic and very excited. And there's the head bouncing and the just the rocking around and that's it's all great but it's just it comes a time where you're like i'm i'm done i don't need to do this anymore yeah i think i've gotten more claustrophobic as i've gotten older in terms of like personal space mm-hmm. like when i was i mean even like when i was i mean only like what four years ago i would have been like yeah that's great blah 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 and then like but now it's like no i'm i'm okay just i liked where we sat we actually had a seat Mm-hmm. Which was nice because we, like, for the opening band, it's like, you really don't know them. Or at least we didn't. And, like, so it was nice just to sit and enjoy it. And then we stood when we stood for was on. It would only really, really stay. And for Taking Back Sunday. Or no, we didn't. We didn't stand. We were, yeah, because, like, one thing at least I've noticed with, when you see, like, a double headlining band, a lot of people don't show up for the opening. A lot of people will come late. Or they'll, like, be meandering, like, in the, one thing that was nice about the venues, it has, like, a lot of food and beverage things outside, and then the merch was That was all packed until basically Taking Back Sunday came on, and you just see people running. But, like, people were coming well into right before Coed came on. Because mm-hmm. some people just come for... They came to see one band, they're going to see one band, and they're going to leave. Yeah. Which I think is kind of a waste of money. I feel like you should just go and see them, even if you don't like them. I feel like it's just... You get your spot, and, you know, you just hang out and whatever... 
We had a good time. Yeah, I think it was probably one of the smoothest. Because some, like, some of the venues we've gone to that have been, like, inside and stuff, you end up waiting in a line wrapped around a corner, like, an alley while you're waiting for the doors to open. Yeah, and that's not fun. Because then you have, like, like at least in Chicago, you there's at least at one venue... They had like there were like homeless people coming up to you and trying to ask for money and it was just kind of uncomfortable. Spare some change. I'm trying to get drunk. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> That's the best. That was like at least he was honest. Right. I mean, I, I mean the worst thing we got I think at this concert was on our way back. Everyone trying to sell you Gatorade and beer. Yeah, like kids. it was like little like there were. It was almost like a family was doing it. It was little, very odd. I think it happens a lot when you're down like near like. The Field Museum, social all that. Like, when you're out walking, there's a lot of people who are, like, selling, like, coolers of, like, water, Gatorade, soda, and then sometimes beer. Which I think is illegal to sell it on a street corner in Chicago. But I could be wrong. I don't go there all that often. But mm-hmm. it was just rambling because it's, like, 11 o'clock at night on a weekday night. And there were, like, kids, like, around 10 or under 10 selling stuff. Or trying to sell stuff. And then... The crazy light-up rickshaw people. Yeah, because, so how Northerly Island is, it's very, like, you can't, I don't know, we didn't get parking right by Northerly Island, but it's hard to get to, so a lot of people just park and walk, and so the parking garage, I mean... We parked under Soldier Field. Yeah, it was, like, three-tenths of a mile away, Mm -hmm. so we were like, okay, we can walk that, that's not a big deal, but... Like, and so we saw, like, one rickshaw as we were going by, like, you know, like, hey, do you want to, I could take you to the concert? We're like, no, don't need to. We can use the exercise. But then on our way out from the concert, it looked like this, like, electric carnival. It almost reminded me of, like, one of those, like, electric daisy, like, EDM festivals. That's what I kind of thought it was, too. And then you hear, and you're hearing, like, a lot of different music. And then as we get up, I'm like... It's almost like they're like, it's like a... Uh, it looked like go-karts to me, or like, or like a golf almost, cart. Yeah, it looked like that, or like, uh, one of those, like, you know, like those trains you see in a mall? Like those little, like, small trains that are all, like, connected? It kind of looked like that, but then you get closer, and it's just a line of rickshaws that are blaring music, some from the band, which is appropriate. That'll, And they're all, like, full of, like, colorful LED rope lights wrapped around the thing, and they were just... Just hanging out and just waiting. I'm sure they got a lot of people picking them up. Yeah, there were people that were taking them to the to the um, to the parking lot. I have but no idea. Very interesting. I have no idea how much money those are. It's like, and it's just weird to have someone like physically like move you somewhere, like pedaling a bicycle. Like it's different when it's an Uber, but like when it's an actual like rickshaw, it's a little awkward. Right. At least for me. I yeah, I think it would be like if it was. I mean, especially, it's nice because they take, they can get on sidewalks a little bit, but I don't know. It's still a little different, but it was just a very interesting way to end the concert because we also like we're right by the marina and they just see the people on the boats and mm-hmm. it, was, it's, it was neat. And it was the only downside is trying to get down into the city before rush hour hits, but not early enough that you have to wait like three hours for the concert. Yeah, and I think we hit a nice like sweet spot. Like we. Both well, I was off of work already, but Andrew got off work a little bit early, and we kind of like started going down around like two thirty or three, right before rush hour, and it was just it was no problem. And we kind of, even though we're not supposed to, we kind of tailgated by ourselves in the car under Soldier Field. We had mm-hmm. we, oh, we excuse me, uh, we brought sandwiches and uh, beer and yeah. like fruit and stuff, and, and just, we didn't want like. That's the thing. Like, if we were, if we could have went down earlier and gone and spent seventy dollars on some sort of dinner or something, that's but, not even all that great. Yeah, but it was better just to like 
eat what we, you know, eat what we brought and then just go. If we would have known, I don't know if our opinion would have changed if we knew ahead of time that there was food at the venue. Because normally there's nothing. It's just drinks. But um, this place actually had a couple of, like, food stands I don't know if that would have changed our opinion, but it's just easier because everything at the concert is expensive when yeah, you get there. The drinks are expensive, and the food was, it was, it wasn't terrible, but it's still more than you should pay for like a burger and fries or a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. But the drinks were, or they're always outrageous, like craft, like a, you get a tall boy of a domestic or or like a pretty common craft beer, like Blue Moon or something, like 13, 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then, like, anything more than that, like, a mixed drink is over 20. You can get, like, a Moscow meal for 20. They're selling bottles of wine that you can take with you for around 100 like, 70 to to $100. People yeah, are- it was ridiculous. But people, the crazy thing is people actually do it, which is, like, holy mackerel. It's almost like you have to decide when you go to a concert. It's like, okay, what are you going to spend the most money on? Are you going to spend it on really good seats? Mm-hmm. And then not do anything else. Are you going to spend it on okay seats, but then I can have drinks and whatever, get right. some merch? Or am I going to get the really crappy seats, and then I can drink all I want, you know? Right. And the, the merch is also something that's very expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's some stuff you just can't get, like, on their website or whatever, but, like, there's... Some stuff is, like... Like, you don't get anything for less than, like, 10 bucks. And even, yeah. like, the, t- the 10 bucks stuff is, like, a koozie or, like, a keychain or something. Shirts around 30 jackets are like 50 bucks it just everything goes up from there yeah but it, it's about the it's but but there's people you see come out with like bottle of wine like four shirts a throw blanket you're like people just drop they in a couple off. hundred bucks but if this is their big thing they wait all summer to do then yeah spoil yourself like mm-hmm. i would yeah we were kind of the ones that were in the middle this was technically my birthday present but my birthday was in april um, just cause I saw the concert come up and then I was like, Andrew, we have to go. And he's at that time, he's like, eh, I don't want to go. We've seen him so many times. And then well, it was what like do a, I get for my birthday? Tickets. Yay. I always gotta, I always gotta play it up. It's like, uh, we've, it's starting, but it's also nice that since they have a new album coming out, we got to hear some of their new stuff live, which is always a treat to yeah. see some stuff like that. I mean, they didn't play anything beyond like what you can hear now because I think they released two signals off of their album, so they, we heard those. Like, there wasn't any like surprise songs, but still, it's nice to always get a. They're really good live. Mm-hmm. There's some bands we've seen that like they're just either they're terrible live or have no stage presence, but we get a good mix with even Taken by Sunday, which I've never seen live, was did a really good job at like. Oh yeah, the stage presence was awesome. And I like the fact that, like the guy was like sharing stories and then tying, but then tying back to the song. The opening act, their music was good, but like the guy just kind of stood there with a tambourine and sang. It wasn't all that. He yeah. wasn't there yet. Yeah. But I mean, that's probably the biggest thing. They said they, they normally play like this like back room of a or like this like random like bar room, which is a lot more their speed. They've never played like a big venue like that. But that's how opening acts are. They get traction, then they end up headlining their own tour later. Yeah, definitely. But, but... I don't. I don't think there's. I think of the concerts, I don't know if there's one that I think... I don't know if we have a... Besides Koei, if there's another band that we've seen live that has, like, a better stage presence. Not really, but they put a lot of, like, effort into their, like, the lighting and, like, the transitions between songs and everything like that. Like, they've 
And we've seen him kind of evolve with that because we've went, I think our first concert we went to see him was what, like 2012, 2013? It was 20, 2012. Fall 2012, right? October-ish? I don't, I don't remember. We, were, we had just started dating, I think. It was like October or December. We, we went to see him once. That was like our first bus concert. So we went all the way to St. Louis and then the show got canceled because of illness. So we, they made up the tickets. We saw him like a couple months later. Yeah. And that one was like, it was a smaller venue, or it felt smaller. They, it was they're really set, sketchy. It was very sketchy because it was like East St. Louis, which is like, we were next to like a truck stop and a strip club and a bunch of like industrial facilities. Like it was not the best place to be on like a random night late, but it was still a good show. But it was like definitely a smaller venue with like a simpler stage, a smaller setup, and like they didn't have a whole lot going on. They had a couple of random things. I don't even know if we're even theirs, but... But I think we've seen them get bigger as a band as we've been listening to them. I think, right. I think the venues have been gradually getting bigger and the crowds have been getting bigger. Yeah, definitely. I would say so. But that's one thing I've always been intrigued. Just because I'm intrigued by like how um, stage design is for that. Like the the lighting, the sound, the smoke machines, all that. So how they all hook it all up. And I was... And like they have a big symbol for those who don't know the band. It's like this big keywork symbol, which is... Like, some triangles and circles and stuff. And we've seen that evolve a little bit. Like, we've seen one where it's just a light up and... Where it's, like, just, like, uh, like neon lights and the shape. We've seen that projected. We've seen... Like, this one was, like, this more... There's a lot more depth to this one. It had strobes attached to it. It looked really cool. And then, like, when you see it in person, it's one thing when you see it, like, from, like, the camera angle when they have, like, like the side screens of their close-ups since you're a little further back, but... Yeah, it's always pretty cool to see how that's evolved, and they definitely take well advantage of that. Like, and you know, like there's stuff that like you just tease, you know, that something good's about to happen. Like, they switch guitars a lot, and it's all—it's just a fun experience going out and seeing them live. Yeah, definitely. But it's not the only thing we do to go out. We do a lot of—I mean, yes, I love going to concerts, but they get expensive. But we try to do stuff with our friends, like going out and stuff. But then that also can get expensive too. Right. But it depends where we go, because you don't want to keep going, for us at least, or me, I don't like going to the same place, like, super, super often. Right. Like, I can't go to, like, so we have the Palatine Bars, which is just, like, um, downtown Palatine has a bunch of bars, like, in this little triangle. But it's, like, I can't go there every single weekend. That's just, like, too much for me. I like right. a variety, if I'm going out every weekend, which I don't like to do. Right, because we're kind of... At least where our house is located, we're pretty close. Like, there's about three, three-ish places to four places we usually go to. We either go to Palatine, we go to downtown Libertyville, which is really nice. We go, we've been to like Gray's Lake. We've been to a couple other places around. And then our friends sometimes want to go to the city, which is its own experience because there's a lot more prep involved because you have to take. You actually don't drive because you're not. So usually you drive to a train station and then take a metro or a blue line or whatever into the city and then you walk to and then wherever you, we're going and then you drink and then you have to take the train back and then it'll be processed you can't get too drunk because you still have to make it onto a train and then drive home from there and yeah. it involves like an hour on the train to get there and then an hour on the train to get back so like it's a fiasco is what it is you can't do an early night there because you're going to be spending more time traveling to get there than you're actually there which like if you want to go there you want to go there early like I think the last time we went to the city we went out there, like, for dinner, and then did all that, and then went back. Yeah. And that was probably... It was a good amount of time to actually be there. But... Because 
Because we've done it, like, when we've gone out and you go to, like, four bars and it's like, I'm tired. I just want to go back. And then you're still not going to be home for, at least for us, because you'll take the train, you'll drive back, you'll drop someone off, and you still have a half-hour drive back to your place. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's a process. I love staying closer to home because it's... It's less prep work. You can, like... It's more like you can do it on the spot. There's not a lot of planning involved. You're just like, oh, let's go to this bar. And then you just kind of show up. Or like, I don't know. It's much easier for me. Less stress. Because I feel like, well, about nine times out of ten, I turned into like the mama bear when it comes to going (laughs) out. And then it's like the one time that I decide like I'm going to let loose is when I just get terribly like throw up sick and, you know, have to be taken home in a taxi cab from the city and to the suburb. That was a fun suburb. ride. That was rough. I made friends with and the cab driver. Then. And I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know what. Sometimes I just drink and then I don't realize how much I've drank until it's it's all over. Right. And sometimes there's other factors. Like sometimes, like I know, like with that time, it was the bar was really hot and it was really foggy and you just kind of get a little disoriented. Then all it just takes is that trigger and then that's it. Like, well, and I also looked at my medicine that I take for um. I won my medicine and I found out that with drinking it's like oh you get dizzy and I'm like well that makes sense because usually when it when I get when I'm like about to throw up you get the spins. it's like I get the spins really bad and I'm like and it and sometimes I won't even drink that much like there's been times where I drink more and I don't but sometimes I'll drink it's like certain things just trigger me and I'm just done right like in the a, bathroom don't want to leave <laughs> that's right that's a lot of like you have to get Get her upright and then get her situated. I turn, I turn into like dead weight and like this hopeless creature. Right. <laughs> Gee, thanks. No, you're fine. But it's, it, it does, like, we've all had our experience. Like, I had, I think my worst experience from drinking being out was that I had never try one of your friend's homemade alcoholic concoctions. Like, literally, like, he made a liquor. Like, he took. Like, brown sugar, some, like, different ingredients and, like, rum and stuff and made his own, like, amaretto-type drink. And it was good. It was really sweet. But, like, did not sit well. I was not having a good time. It was way too alcoholic and way too much stuff going on. And I about destroyed my friend's, like, bathroom because of that. Because, mm-hmm. like, you'll pass out and you wake up and be like, oh, no. And then you just run. But it's just one of those things. Yeah. The, the downside of going out is, like, when you don't do it often, sometimes you feel like you have to overcompensate, and then that's what gets you in trouble. Yeah, or your friends try to egg you on, like, oh, you're not drinking. Come on, Grandma. And it's like, well, let's remember, well, all right, then. Like, I remember one of my friends got, like, we were so drunk together, we were, and we left, like, their apartment to, like, go to some bars. And the guy and I were, like, walking arm in arm singing closing time down the streets of chicago i was like what are like looking back i'm like what were we doing but we were both like on the we were just completely drunk it was mm-hmm. then you sober up and then you're fine but it's yeah but like not even like that like, like not just going out to drink like a lot of times going out like i know liz and i both like to go see movies and being adults and stuff now we kind of like the idea of that some movie theaters you go to also let you have beer or let you like it's yes. part of like the, it's a separate thing with the concession stand so you can get like popcorn and a beer and go watch a movie like our group of friends went and saw incredibles 2 with beer in our hands. so like i'm sitting there like next to like kids drinking a beer watching incredibles 2 that's perfectly okay you can if you're 21 you can go drink it doesn't cartoon movie whatever mm-hmm. 
That, that's how you know that we're real adults is that we take beer into the movie theater to watch a kid's show. Exactly. Because Incredibles 2 is still a great movie. It was a great movie. I recommend it. Gives you some memories to when you're like in middle school watching that movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Or maybe grade school for you. <laughs> it, I, I it was like, I think it came out like, what, like 04? I don't know. Or 03? I don't Everything know. runs together. I still think it's like 2009. Sometimes oh, I just God. feel like I could be like 10 years ago. stuck in 2009. Yeah, there's... Yeah, it's sometimes it it's hard to tell. Like, it's like when you think of like something like, oh, remember like when it like two years ago? And I was like, that was last year. I was like, really? No. Or there's me that's like, oh yeah, you know, like I talk about something in high school, and they're like, Liz, that's almost eight years ago now. I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, that's already the... been eight years since like our freshman year of high school, or that we've like that we were juniors in high school like that's oh, it's yeah. just weird it's it's crazy i say well i'm getting ready for my 10-year high school reunion <laughs> yep mine's not for another two no three 2011 i graduated in 2011 so 2021 so yeah three years from now mm-hmm. and where's the time go right i just don't know i don't know you know we're feeling very much adulty right now just because of all this stuff that we've been doing and and like just tonight, like, trying to, like, figure out what we're doing, like, trying to reach our friends, like, like, originally we're like, oh, do you guys want to, like, come over, help us with some house stuff, then we'll go check out our pool, and then maybe, like, go get dinner, and then go out or something after, and it's like, oh, we got this going on, it's like, trying to make plans with friends when we're all, like, adults who have, like, day jobs, and then try and do stuff at night that, like, need to get done, and then social stuff, it's just a nightmare and a half sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, and then you got, I don't know, it's just... You get all these different schedules and then like, then you try to get, it gets to that like moment or like around the time where you're like actually going to do something. And then someone at the last second's like, oh, just kidding. I had something that right. just popped up and now I can't go. Well, sometimes you have like the, there's the, like the toothpick friend who's like, there's the one that like makes all the plans fall apart. Like Tuesday night, we're like, we're all trying to get together to like go, like a couple of us go see the... I think it was either Sorry to Bother You or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, two entirely different movies. But it was like, well, we can only see it after, like, 6.30 because we have some friends that work in the city and they have to come back. But another friend doesn't want to see a movie after, like, 7.45 because they have to, like, get up early the next day for work. So it's like trying to find a window and then it just ends up falling apart because just there's too many things that you can't meet all of everyone's demands. Then once one person can't do it, then it just, it's over. Yeah. And then we have, or we have a friend who's like, he waits to see plan set before they're like oh yeah i'll do that like they want to they don't want to commit to something that's not solid yet which is yeah which is just frustrating you're like i just want to do things but it's like why do you have to have another life outside of me you should have me as your only friend we just need to live in the truman show where everyone's life is contingent on their life that's what Uh, you need yeah there you go (laughs) but i don't know it's it is what it is like getting together with friends is always a struggle like even, like, for, like, when we do, like, foodies, when we end up going there, it's a whole process because, like, making sure you have time allotted to, like, get down to Indiana for the show, enough time to record, and then get back without schedules running across. And it's just, this summer's been a nightmare trying to do that just because, just don't have the free time to, like, do the hour down, hour back, and all the time you're actually there. But it it's just, like, plans in general are just hard because there's always something, there's always a reason not to do something, there's always something going on, and it's just prioritizing and trying to make the best and work it all out so you still have fun and not stretch yourself out on all the things you have to do yeah 
I mean, I like going out. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like sometimes my and I feel bad because I feel like sometimes I can be like that toothpick friend that's like, because it's like I'll be excited about plans, excited about plans, and then like when it actually gets to the day of the plans, like if my anxiety and stuff is not like if it's not in check, like if I'm worried about something, I. If I do go, I sometimes, I'm like the Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. And if I don't go, I just turn into like this pouty little brat. Because right. it's like, well, I don't feel like going out, but everyone's going out without me. And I, da, da, da. And it's just like. Or, or you get like upset, like, they're going to hate me for not going out or they're. Oh, yeah. That's that's definitely a thought that goes through my head. Do they hate me? Work. I'm not going out. They must hate me. Or if I want to leave early because I'm just like not feeling it. I'm like, oh, they must be so mad at me that I left early. And yeah, I get all those lovely social thoughts because I'm such a social person. Not really. Yeah, we just, just, we're both, we're overthinkers and we stress about small stuff. And it just just happens. It's just the nature. Certain people, it's just in their nature. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, it is what it is. Yep. But I don't know. But it's nice when you do it, when everything, I like when the stars align when it comes to like plans. It's like everybody's excited to do it. Everyone that was invited is coming, you know, and then it's just, I like, and it doesn't happen. I guess it really hasn't happened often over the summer because there's just some people are getting married and then people are going to weddings and people are going out of town. People are going to family parties and stuff. But like when the stars align with our friend group, I feel like we have a really good time. It it kind of worked out for 4th of July for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that, was probably, that was probably the last thing that actually, like, we actually were all kind of together, and it was like, we're like, oh, because everyone has the day off, we can't do anything late because we all have work the next day because, I don't know, I feel like everything should be on, like, the day before 4th of July, so you have the 4th of July, like, recover, like, kind of like when you have... Like New Year's Eve. Yeah, like when you have you have the New Year's Day off, not New Year's Eve, because everyone does everything on New Year's Eve, but yeah, that whole thing. But like, all of our friends were like free, didn't have anything going on, because well, it's the middle it of the week, like you don't have... During, it was, so like, during the day, some people had stuff, but they were like, oh, like at night for fireworks, we can come, and then everyone else, kind of the stars aligned with that, and it was... So we had the full group, nice. and we had, we had our, we were able to put like our blankets out, and like sit back and watch the fireworks show, and because it was late, it was quick, and you, in and out, back home, ready, in bed, ready for work at like... 10 30 and then be like all right let's do it let's do it the next day mm-hmm. like i like when it all works out like that and like we've had it's nice it's like small things it's not like a big plan it's like oh we're all gonna do this like more like one of our friends was in a is in like a like a club baseball team and we like we all got together to see one of his games that just kind of happened to work out mm-hmm. i don't know and then we went out afterwards and then we went out after like it's so it's just the small things sometimes you don't have to like it's stuff like you don't put a lot of time and in thinking into actually planning it that ends up working better than the stuff like, all right, so we can advance. We're going to do this on this date. We're doing this, all this. These people are invited. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to like, set up like a birthday party or something or like a birthday outing. Yeah. It's just like a whole, or like when like your friend was um, leaving for like going abroad and try to get everyone together to see him off. And it was just like, well, we'll go do it this day. Well, he's not available. Well, that's not going to work can't have mm-hmm. that it's i don't know plans are just hard to make and going out as much fun as this sometimes is just like i know like earlier today i was thinking like like i want to hang out and be social with our friends but like i know if we go to the bars it's gonna be out till 2 a.m and then i have to manage to get up so we can do work on the house tomorrow and do our other things i still have to pack for my work trip and all it's just like 
there's all, you always can think of all the excuses when like you don't when you're not 100% into actually doing it. Right. But I'm forcing him to be social, but not for, I mean, we put kind of a limit on it, which was nice because like, I don't really want to be out super late either. And that's, as we've gotten older, I mean, we've been, this solid group of friends has been together for what, like almost three years or something. Since I moved up here, yeah. So, um, it's nice now that like, what I like when we can catch everybody on the same wavelength too, when it comes to like going out. Because then, so, like, there's sometimes where we're all like, yeah, we'll go out, we'll stay out late, whatever. And then there's other times where it's like, some people want to stay out late, some people can only stay out till this time. And then you're, like, trying to juggle how everyone is going to be able to participate. But I like when it's, like, everybody is on the same page. Like, I like doing that. Because, like, if it's a chill night, then everyone kind of, like, knows, like, there's, like, almost, like, you all know... In your brains, like, you're like, okay, I want to leave by 10 o'clock, but no one says it. But then when 10 o'clock hits, everyone's like, oh, I'm ready to go. And you're like, yes, right. everyone is thinking the same thing someone had, But then someone's like, oh, I just ordered another drink. You're like, oh, okay. Then that's, that's it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll, well, I'll do, then we'll all do another drink. And then it's like, people drink slower and faster. And they're like, all waiting for like that last person to finish their drink. And you're like, I remember sometimes when you would be with me, if I was a slow drinker, you'd just take my drink and like, finish it for me. Like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. But that was, that's always fun. But, like, we've had those times, like, when we were, like, in college, we just had a college where, we were, like, we'd close places down, like, 4 a.m. Well, there were even times where we've been, we were at friends' houses, and we had this one place, and we would always joke that it was, like, a time warp, because it was, like, we'd be so into, like, whatever we were doing. We were just, like, hanging out talking. Look, we would look at your phone, and you're like, okay, it's, like... Midnight. So it was midnight, so we're like, oh, we'll stay a little, a little longer. Then the next time you look at your phone, you're like, holy crap, it's 4.30 in the morning. Like, we need to go home. It's like, and then you, like, and it's like you finally get home, and, like, and then you're like, okay, so let's wrap this up, and then it's like, get home, the sun's starting to come up, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Yes, that's happened. But those were days, like, when we didn't have things the next day. You could sleep till noon. Like, I cannot think of the last time I slept past, like, 8 o'clock. Yeah, I think the latest I've slept over the summer so far is maybe 10.30, maybe 11. I don't know. It's just, I can't do it anymore. I feel like, even on those days where I sleep until, like, 9, I feel like I still, like, I'm missing out on part of the day. I don't know. Right. about being old. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, half the time I stay up late now is to actually, like, do things. Like, Liz will yell at me. It's like, what time did you go to bed? 11. It's like, what were you doing? Well, I was, I was putting putty on the wall in the family room. You have to work the next day. You have to get up, like, at 5. Like, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Then she'll tell me I'm turning into my father. And they're like, oh, that's, that's, I'm done. I'm going to bed. All right. Yep. That's all it takes. Yeah. It's like that commercial where it's, isn't, is it like a Geico commercial it's a, or it's something that where it, it's like, oh, my husband's turning into my father-in-law or mother-in-law. And oh, and it's like, he's, like, slowly, like, change, like, it's, like, every time I've changed, like, different classes. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, a weird robe he's wearing. And then, like. How he's doing with all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's just the nature of the beast. So, like, being social is great. I love doing it, but sometimes you just need a break between that. But, like, luckily, since we're practically married, <laughs> we're, we're always social with each other. We're always at least together doing something. Even if we're just staying home, it's still considered a date because we're together. Oh, how sweet. I know. But yeah. I think that might be a good stopping point for today. Ended on a nice happy note. But happy, yeah, happy, happy. Being social is good. You gotta make sure you set time it. for it. Yeah, you Even can't... if you have other things going on, you really... Yeah. It's always good to go 
go out. Don't stay in your house too much. And like, or like, make sure the party's always like at your house. Like, okay, we're gonna get, we're gonna pregame here, so I don't have to like go somewhere first. Mm-hmm. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's it for adulting it easy this week on being social because being social Ooh. is very important. So we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. We don't know what the topic is because we usually figure it out like a day before we actually record. So that is another episode of Adulting It Easy. I'm Andrew. And I'm Liz. Have a great week.